0: Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's guest is the lovely, the talented Rose Thornberry. Rose is a Detroit R&B songstress. She is kind of new to the music business, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to talk to her, because this is a person who's been an architect their whole career, you know, professional career, and now she wants to be a musician, and she is, and she sings wonderfully. And so I always like talking to people in different stages of their career, and Rose is uh, is a great example of someone who is in the beginning stages of their career, and they're they're you know they're they're expanding, they're learning, they're trying to figure out their sound and what they're what they want out of their career. And I just love that. I, I love every aspect of, of the music game, quote, unquote, game. The game, whatever. Okay. Anyways, Rose is great, we'll get to Rose in just a moment, but first go check out Rain R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. com. Go check out her stream. Uh, she streams three days a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and that's at twitch.tv slash mystique. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch. That's right. We have expanded to the uh, video platform. We have games. We have prizes. We have live music streams, live loops, and way more. If you like the audio version of this show, then you're going to love the live stream. Come and be a part of the conversation. I dare you. I double dare you. No, that's silly. Anyways, twitch.tv slash we speak English good. Come and get yourself some. You can also support the show by going over to our Threadless store. You'll find a link in the show notes. but go to we speak english com. go get yourself a t-shirt a woo t-shirt wow that was a bad one that just sounded like i was a, a pre pubescent teen uh, with their their uh, voice going out like that uh, okay <laughs> go to our go get one of our woo t-shirts and you can get uh, let's see what else we got we got the we speak english good we got the wseg shirt yes that is right the wseg uh 80s retro design t-shirt go and get yourself we got mad mike my cute little emote from the twitch stream you can buy that as well all the good stuff all the good times go and check it out we speak english good dot Now I'm yawning because that's how exciting it is trying to sell t-shirts to you guys. (laughs) Can you feel the excitement in the air? (laughs) Wow, I'm really selling these shirts, aren't I? (laughs) You can also go like, subscribe, and review. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, all the stuff. What, What do you want, Saucy? Go to Saucy Stream. Go to Twitch.tv/saucychickennugget with one N. Yeah, one N. And uh, me, me and we speak English good. Ah. and go to Ray Mystique. She she is pretty good. And then make sure to follow. We speak English good. Ray Mystique and Saucy. Okay, thank you, Saucy. You um, like, subscribe, review, like us on all the the social medias. All those links are in the show notes. You can... Saucy, can you can you give me a second with the quietness, please? Remember I asked just for a little bit of quiet. I'm almost finished, bud. It, it, you know, working from home. You guys get it. You guys know. <laughs> I've been doing this for years. Actually, Saucy has been interrupting these since the beginning, so... If, you are, uh, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that Saucy has been a part of the show since he was talking. So there you go. Uh, a little fun fact for you. Uh, yeah, okay. So subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitch. You can also... This is a free thing to do to support the show. Uh, it is... Go and write, or no, go and write a review or leave us a five-star review. Either one is great. It just helps us a lot and it's a f- completely free to do. Go to your Apple iTunes or anywhere you can leave a review and leave a review for us. It's, I'm telling you, it's very, very helpful. Uh, and and that's everything. You can write the show at Good doc, at gmail.com. There you go. All of it. That's everything. All right, guys. So um, I'm going on vacation. This is the first show that's going to be released whilst I'm on vacation. I'll be probably in the air by the time you're listening to this. If you listen to it on on the day it comes out, which is Wednesday, Uh, I'll be going to San Diego. We'll be chilling. And uh, it's going to be a good time, so I, I, I don't know what's going on Oh, actually, that's a uh, that's a big pile of shit, Lies So Saturday, around 3 p.m. PST, we're going to be having The Concrete Project back on the show We're going to be doing our first live interview with the, the guys I used to play music with all the time uh, This Saturday, so Saturday, whatever day that is, May 15th, I think At around 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to be going live on Twitch. Also, on the audio side of the podcast, this Friday, we have Liz Vega is on the show. And then next week, we have CA in L.A. And then I don't know. So I only know those three because those are the podcasts I have to fully edit and get done and turned in before I leave on vacation. Lots to do, so I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. Let's jump on over to our friend, Rose Thornberry of Detroit. Give us some love, everybody. Hamburger Mary's is legit. Have you ever been to Hamburger Marys Mary's uh, Rose?
1: Never heard of it. You've never heard of Roseberry? Roseberry. Th- Where are they located? Roseberry? Roseberry. You've <laughs> never <laughs> heard of Roseberry Hamburgers? What? <laughs> Where are they located?
0: Uh, Well, I guess there's some all over the place. Uh, there's one here in Toledo. Hey, Kill Wish Game. Kill Wish Gaming. Thank you so much. I read like crap. Kill Wish Gaming, thank you so much for that follow. I truly appreciate it. <clears throat> if I can talk, if I can do anything today, anyways. Uh, okay, you know what? Thank you for the claps. <laughs> I'm I'm turning off the alerts, everyone. You guys are you guys are being ridiculous now. Uh, hold on, I think there's one up in Detroit. You're you're in Detroit proper. Yeah. Um. Uh, I've
1: never heard of Hamburger Mary, so.
0: No, it's fine. I I mean I I I'm not holding you responsible for. <laughs> it's like, how dare you, Rose? <laughs> How dare you not know what Hamburger Mary's is? Uh, right. Let me see if there's even one in Detroit. Uh, yeah, there is one. Yeah. Latest, up, last updated. Uh, it is... No, there's not. I'm lying to you.
1: I was about to say, what?
0: There's no Hamburger Mary's in Detroit. There's one in Toledo, but not in Detroit. That is so weird. So there's one in Denver, uh, Jacksonville, Long Beach, Orlando. Toledo hmm. like what
1: Toledo our yeah. places. Toledo yeah. has so many food options if you ever go to Toledo there's nothing there but food
0: I it, but I, I wish it was good food that that's what I wish it's all fast food it's all it's all fast, it's all fast food and strip mall food it's just gross like I, I literally hamburger mary's was it was probably the best meal I've had in Toledo in a long time and uh, hmm. it, it, it sucks. Come down to Memphis. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you enjoy Memphis down there. Uh, I'm sure you enjoy Memphis food all the way in, in India while it's over. Re- real funny, bro. Uh, no, the, the, it, it's, it's like um, we moved here. Me and my wife and my family, we moved here from uh, San Diego, California, which has yeah. some of the best food in America. And then we come here. And now we're all like getting fat and it's all like processed garbage and it's all like just, ugh. It, it just, when you live in like a little hippie community beach, t- uh, a hippie community and it's like a little beach town in Southern California <laughs> where you can just walk to the nearest, you know, fresh food market, uh, the organic mm-hmm. food store. Uh, yeah, there's stuff. Right. To sell. Yeah. And then you move to a place like Ohio especially Toledo where the mm-hmm. options are just – it was a very hard move for us. Uh, but okay. but Detroit has some good food. Uh, where do you like to eat in Detroit? I would love to know. We're very close. Um, so, I mean, so I love uh, – what's the one? Uh, Royale with cheese is, is pretty dope. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm into Royale with that cheese. That place
1: is cool. That place is a really cool mural. Yeah. Um, and their food is just really good. But honestly, it's hard sometimes because I'm vegan. Oh, so. snap. Um, A lot of vegan restaurants closed during COVID. Yeah. Um, So there's only like three or four good ones right now, like in the Detroit, like the main Detroit area. Did the soul food,
0: uh, the vegan soul food restaurant close?
1: I know one of them is temporary closed (sighs) and the other one has like limited hours. I was mad about that because I love Detroit vegan soul well, um, yeah,
0: they we that that was one of the first places we stopped to when we when we actually made it back to the Midwest. Mm-hmm. We went and stopped yeah. in Detroit and stopped at that vegan place, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it, that's a shame. A lot of small businesses have closed, mm-hmm. small restaurants.
1: Oh, too many.
0: I, yeah, too how, many. I, so how do you how did you manage a vegan diet? Because I've done vegetarian, I've done. I've done. I've, I think I've tried hard, like hard edge veganism, for like maybe a week. But like then I was like, I need like an egg or something. I need like some <laughs> cheese or something. You know what I mean? So, or wait, are you yeah. are you allowed to eat eggs as a vegetarian? I can't. Um,
1: understand. some people do. Oh, when yeah, I yeah, was vegetarian, I vegan. did. Yeah, yeah. When I was when I was vegetarian, I did eat eggs just because that was just strictly protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: um, the product.
1: reasoning for that. But some people don't. I know that
0: mm-hmm so how, how, how do you handle veganism because i know that some people call themselves vegans and they'll be sitting there eating like like <laughs> chips. chips yeah they'll eat like yeah bread is like i'm a vegan i only foods. yeah i eat food out of a package constantly oh, i'm my. a vegan and I'm just mm-hmm. like, um, how do you feel when you wake up in the morning? That's what I really want to know. But sometimes people bloated, are bloated,
1: <laughs> probably bloated, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: bloated. Yeah, I I can only imagine uh, the 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 horror show the next morning. But the, how do you handle it? What's your what's you what's your uh, diet look like? Are you pretty consistent? Does it change a lot?
1: Um, honestly, like I'll have spurts while I'll be really consistent, where I'll only cook like two different types of recipes and then I'll like stray away from that and like try different things. And then I'll cling on to something that, um, I liked when I, when I experimented, but for the most part, I stay pretty consistent. I don't eat processed foods, probably like 10% of my diet or like at most 20% of my diet is processed foods. The rest is just fruit and vegetables and stuff like that. But when I did start veganism, though, I will say like I was one of those people to where I ate processed foods all the time because <laughs> it's like no one, no one tells you for real like right. what your body needs. You have to <clears throat> you have to research everything when you're becoming a vegan, and there's a lot of false um, things on the internet telling you that certain foods are good for you when they're really not. Um, so it was hard at first. I'm not gonna lie. I did I did feel very unhealthy at first but then i became educated and now i have like a strict just fruits and vegetables and some processed foods but that's about it i like spicy foods though i love Mm -hmm. making spicy like stir fries or like spicy ramen or something like that
0: yeah spicy is fun spicy is Mm -hmm. fun uh so what 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 is your source of protein then how do you get most of your protein
1: it depends on the day. Um, hmm. There's tofu, there's chickpeas, there's portobello mushrooms, there's spinach, there's beans, any type of beans. There's, um, let's see. I mean, the list goes on and on, but those are like my main ones yeah. that I use. Yeah. And lentils. I really like lentils.
0: Oh, yeah. Lentil, lentil stew is bomb. I mm-hmm. You know, the one thing I wanted to sort of dig in on is the the, the idea of being kind of consistent and uh, being mm-hmm. consistent especially with meals and stuff because mm-hmm. what i've found is if i just eat the same thing which i'm totally okay with doing i could just <laughs> i just i'm like whatever i'll just keep eating the same stupid thing at this point I mean food is fun for me to abuse. I mean I'm just mm-hmm. a fat kid. I just uh, I'm a, and my inner oh my fat. Gosh. My inner fat kid just goes nuts. Yeah, I mean I I can see in your face that you you suffer from the inner fat kid as well. Uh it's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's tough. It's a tough thing to do. Uh but but it's like um Oh shit, I forgot what I was even talking about. Whatever. <laughs> there you go. That's how it's gonna consistency. go. Consistency. You're talking about consistency. Thank you. Thank you for that save. Consist- yeah. But mm-hmm. what I find is if I'm if I stay consistent with what I eat, not only do I am I managing my weight, but if I'm also working out and, and, and staying on top of it, it's just much easier for me to lose mm-hmm. weight, but also it's just easier for my brain if I already know what's going to happen, right? Like, Because mm-hmm. there's always that argument that couples have at the end of the night. Oh, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you <laughs> want? I don't know. Or whatever it is, you know, like y- your inner dialogue is like, what should I eat? You're looking at your stupid apps or you're looking in your fridge, whatever it is. But if, if, you, if I just have it ready to go, it's like it just takes – it takes the, the, the stress of that, even though it seems like such mm-hmm. a small stressor, it still is a, a stressor. It, it, removing that helps. um, do you agree with that? Do you agree with that sentiment of like, uh, of consistency helps with managing and maintaining or, 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 or do you do it for a different reason?
1: Um, I guess, I don't know, consistency and, and I feel discipline, like go hand in hand. So mm. it's like with me, discipline is a big thing with not only like my diet, but like you said, working out. Yeah. Um, I think consistency is a big, is a big thing when it is about like a diet, especially when I'm, when you're a vegan, because it's just like, you need to have a specific protein intake all the time or else you're going to be low. You need to have iron or else you're going to be, um, low in iron and all of that because we don't have that meat intake. So we need to be more specific with what, um, Putting in our bodies and stuff, so the consistency aspect and the discipline aspect is very important.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that too, because the consistency is the act of being disciplined and not veering from what you know is what you're supposed to be eating and what you're not yeah. supposed to be eating. Exactly. Uh, it just, oh man. I think I think I'm turning. Uh, I think I'm turning into this, it's turning into a situation where I just start taking antidepressants and like they, Mm. and one of the fun things about those is weight gain. And I've Mm. always had to deal with weight issues my whole life. So it's like, I'm like gaining weight, like so quickly and it, and it's insane to me. So it like, I, I have to do something about it. Have you ever, have you ever done like a juice fast or anything like that?
1: Yes, I love doing juice fasts. They're so nice. Um, I like doing smoothie ones and juice ones. Mm. It's just like the first couple of days are rough because like oh
0: wow oh sorry the first couple of <laughs> days
1: are rough. Um, no, I just yeah, I know worried. I know you looked up <laughs> and it was like
0: what is happening.
1: <laughs> the first couple of days are always rough though because this is like your body's cleansing everything. But once you get like that immediate cleanse out it's smooth sailing it feels good it Mm -hmm. becomes more like a mental thing
0: right as
1: you're going through it so it's like if you can juice fast um mentally the physical part is nothing
0: yeah yeah i i I, you're right because the last time i did a juice fast was last year right before the pandemic and Mm -hmm. and by the way mighty mighty thank you so much this is for you Mat-a-mat-a. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the right before the pandemic, I I like before everything really went in shutdown mode, and, and and people were starting to um, starting to get a little weird, you know, like Costco and, and Kroger. Yeah. Oh and gosh. I still was- don't
1: forgive people after that. <laughs> you don't forgive <laughs> I don't forgive I don't the way forgive. they treated old people the way they stole everything that that just was not right oh my gosh
0: where was that when did was that i mean just everywhere you were talking about i mean uh, what happened during the
1: pandemic when people were taking everything oh there, like in bulk
0: oh yes 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 not I yeah like not the toilet paper <laughs> it's like i'm still holding everybody accountable for no
1: toilet paper Motherfuck- it makes no sense why you would need that much toilet paper. Like, come on. <laughs> we, got,
0: we got a lot of asses to wipe in this country. I uh, guess
1: people got <laughs> dirtier butts than uh, most. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, if you saw some of the people who were getting toilet paper in bulk you would understand why they were getting tickets. <laughs> <and bald. laughs> I mean, first of all, they were like wider than the cart, like waddling down the. Oh lane, just no! Like, gotta get more t- shit tickets, more shit tickets. Uh, it it was it was definitely a strange situation, but I was juice fast. I started this juice fast before the pandemic and everything went awry, and um, mm-hmm. and I actually stopped because because the pandemic and because i felt bad that that uh, you know there was food shortages so i stopped because of the pandemic in reality i was just like over it and my mental capacity for it had had withered and plus we were in the middle of like realizing that our lives were sort of destroyed you know like Mm -hmm. because i'm a musician and all my gigs been canceled so like all this shit—it was just too much. I had to eat a pizza, <laughs> so I—I <laughs> I just ended up eating pizza. But but just to just to sort of piggyback on what you're saying, it, it does turn into this mental thing, and you know you'll make any excuse. And I think my excuse was pretty good, but it was an excuse nonetheless. Um, mm-hmm. But but you know, like you'll make any excuse to not stick to something. Um, how right. do you how do you sort of get through tough? challenges like a juice fast where your mental capacity is being sort of stretched and, and you know like because because there's so much comfort that comes with food there's so much ritual that comes with eating and cooking mm-hmm. and and there's it's just such a big part of our lives and such a big part of our day you know breakfast lunch and dinner and snacks and all that stuff so uh, how how do you get through that kind of stuff when you're faced with you know your own mentality? What what is it that pushes you through? And I mean, and this applies to anything when it's just like okay, staying. I was about to sh-
1: ask: Is it just food? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't
0: have to be just food, but like, what what what's in you that keeps you pushing? That keeps you pushing through these these um,
1: I guess the main thing that I do, especially when I feel myself like stretching thin mentally, like on the brink of something, because I'm I'm very. I've always been someone who can multitask. Mm -hmm. Like I thrive off of that. It's just like something I do. I've always worked like two, three jobs. Like I just like being busy. I like doing things. I like getting things done and stuff like that. But there comes a point where you crash because you do so much. So when that happens, I usually just give myself like, I usually am just honest with myself and I, I go into like a meditative state and like, I just kind of reset and like sit. And just kind of ponder what's going on in my brain at that moment and what I'm trying, what I'm about to do if I was about to do something like crazy or I was about to like do something that um, would change like drastic my life drastically or something because I'm feeling a certain way or feeling tired for some reason from something and it wouldn't be the best decision for me, basically. Yeah, I usually just sit, think about it. I'm reflecting on myself. I meditate and I'm just honest with myself, basically. I like talk to myself yeah. in a more meditative way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sort of sort out the different outcomes. Like, so if I do this, then this might happen and this might happen or this might mm-hmm. happen. And you sort of mm-hmm. go for it. Wow. I wish I had that. kind. Of, <laughs> I wish I had that kind of patience. I
1: haven't always. I haven't always. Trust me. It takes time. It takes a lot. Yeah. That's another thing that takes discipline because it's like. In order to be honest with yourself, Mm. you have to really, like, dig deep into yourself first. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's not – that journey is not the easiest. So it's definitely not (laughs) – It's definitely um, was not the easiest thing to to do. I used to just spread myself thin, not sleep for days and stuff like that, especially in college. Like, I would just – be up all night all nighters 24 7 working in the day working at night had three jobs at one point and then at one point i'm just like why am i doing all this <laughs> yeah, yeah why like i literally sat myself down i was like why am i doing all this why am i spreading myself so thin why don't i just work smarter not harder right. Type thing. so it's just like those type of conversations are needed i think
0: yeah, yeah, no, you, you, to to be honest with oneself is is very difficult because mm-hmm. it's very easy for us to just sort of go with the narrative that we're telling ourselves or telling other people even, you know, like but but like exactly. that reality of of truth is always pressing you know it's always even even if you can kind of turn that off it's still there and and looking Mm -hmm. past it I I feel like it's 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 kind of damaging it's kind of damaging to yourself you're talking about burnout so what what are some of the ways now that you do avoid burning out and avoid sort of stretching yourself thin what what are some of the things that you've sort of adopted and learned on how to not be stressed and Mm worn thin and stretched out and
1: So, um, I've always been very much on energy. So, when I feel my energy kind of fading, that's when I know I need to step back and kind of just distance myself from whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Because once my energy is like gone, it's gone. So, um, basically, I just kind of distance myself and reset and then come back into the situation or come back into where I was. It's not like I'm gonna like. Blow up on someone or something like that. It's just like I'm not at the mental capacity to like do what this person needs me to do or do what I need to do in a efficient way. So I kind of just like step back and I'm just like, okay, let me take a breather. Let me, you know, get some tea. Let me just sit for a minute. And let me listen to some music. You know, simple stuff that just kind of like revamps my energy. I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, 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 totally. No, I feel that a lot. Just that that the uh, the act of just turning off in whatever capacity it is, is it's been, it's been something that was hard for me to learn. Um, Especially with a family, you know, like they, they deserve my attention as well. So it's like Mm -hmm. after just being in a laptop all day and just staring at a screen all day and, and, you know, go just doing whatever, just, just, you know, overdoing it all the time. It's just, you have to step back or else you end up just it's just those, those burnout moments what does burnout look for you look like to you, for you like if someone's tired you're just tired tired it's
1: just, just tired i'm just tired, <laughs> just tired. <It's, laughs> like yeah. drained mm-hmm. just tired and drained man yeah. like that just, that's not a pretty sight full-time
0: exhaustion yeah, mm-hmm. well, well, you know, like, and for some people, burnout is like depression and like anxiety and all that crazy. Like, that's kind of what it is for me. Burnout for me is like not sleeping and and mm-hmm. and, and anxiety and and, mm-hmm. and 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 what is it? Uh, uh, erratic be- erratic behavior and erratic uh, mood swings and stuff. So like, it's just it's overall just bad. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. We, we have a question from the chat here, which, by the way, if anybody has any questions for our guest, Rose Thornberry, please do uh, use your fresh bars. It helps me keep track of the questions. So we have a question from our community member, Wild But Sober. Uh, he said, greetings. So waffles or pretzels? And this is his Favorite thing to ask what? people: waffles or pretzels. This is this is. He asked everybody this. He was asking Beyonce's guitarist whether or not she likes waffles or pretzels. So you know, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, waffles wow, though. I
1: guess it makes sense because they're both like, you know, checker
0: style yeah 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 i mean it's it's a weird comparison but i think it's it's a it's a it's a test on two levels here is whether you like pretzels and waffles and like a salty or sweet type thing as well because because the waffle is uh you know we're talking about regular waffles with syrup and whatever however you like it and then the pretzels now are are not the crappy little you know hard little rock pretzels that we're talking about like a nice warm fluffy Soft pretzels. Uh,
1: soft pretzels. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> dang. She said <set> um, off. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, not that shitty dollar store uh, hmm. pretzels. We 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 like the soft pretzels. I like my waffles with chicken. You know what? I just had uh, a couple bites. Of, no, my uh, I didn't. But my friend at Hamburger Mary's, my my family, a couple of my family had some waffles and chicken yesterday. So. Oh, there you go. I watched somebody w- eat waffles and chicken yesterday. Roscoe Green. That has nothing to do with. I'm them. gonna
1: say I'm gonna say pretzels because pretzels? I used to love Annie Am's. Like I mm. like waffles, but no.
0: Nah. Well, it pretzels. The, the the thing about waffles and and because I, I always go waffled because I like sweet stuff. But if I was going to choose right now, it would have to be like pretzels because sugar is the devil, and it's like, you know so like I can't. <laughs> I can't deal with sugar because it well, it's Satan. Satan himself is is, is sugar. So uh,
1: well, technically you can make um, pretzels sugary. So.
0: Yes, I know you can. I know you can. But if like right now <laughs> in my food, if I'm gonna go overeat something, it's not gonna be like pie and cookies. Which it used to be. That it used to be pie and cookies. Now same. It's, <laughs> same. But now it's now it's just like whatever. Uh, salty, I could like I, like for whatever reason in my head, in my overeating lizard brain, I'm like I can eat as much salty food without feeling like shit, and it's like no, you still wake up bloated and puffy, and mm-hmm. was just like, oh, like that food hangover is just the worst. Can't take that. Um, (laughs) I can't, I can't, but, but like staying away from sugar is like just my main thing right now is Mm -hmm. what's your relationship with sugar?
1: How how do you handle sugar? So, um, when I grew up, I was that kid that would eat candy every day. Um, so, (laughs) so until I was, until I was probably like. 14 15 I would eat candy all the time I was just I loved candy so much (laughs) um yeah candy's great but as I grew older it kind of like it always made my teeth hurt because I have sensitive teeth so it always Mm. made my teeth hurt and like it would make my head hurt and I would get really dehydrated I don't know So I kind of like whenever I do have something sugary, it's just like I don't like I don't drink sugary drinks. I just have water. Like when I do have a sugary drink or something, I can't drink it all. I used to be able to drink like a lot of sugary drinks. And now I'm just like, how did I do that?
0: Ooh, It's but I, I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly. It like
1: hurts your teeth, and you can yes. feel the like sugar on your teeth. Mm. It's just like bleh.
0: I know. I have sensitive teeth as well. Mighty, mighty, thank you so much for that IRL uh, contributing to the IRL stream, Salad Galley. We're coming for you. Uh, yeah, the 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 sugar, the the like sodas, and pops. We call it pop here in the Midwest, everybody. But I refuse to call it pop. I refuse to call it pop. Every podcast I love is dead. Mm. I I refuse to call it pop only because I I lived in California for 13 years and everyone calls it soda there. And it sounds way more it just sounds like more for lack of a better word, sophisticated, okay? For lack of a better <laughs> word, it sounds more sophisticated than pop. Pop is a fucking sound, okay? It's not a drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where, where are you at with are you, your pop? I mean, you grew up here, so you're probably saying pop, right?
1: It depends on the day. It <laughs> depends on what kind of drink it is. If it's club soda, I'm going to say club soda, not right. pop. Right, but, but pop. If,
0: if you're going to order a, like a diet Pepsi, I mean, you're going to be like let me, let me Honestly,
1: move. it depends on the day. Like now that I think about it, I sometimes, well, I don't drink, I don't drink Right. pop, sash, soda, right. but... Um, <laughs> yeah honestly, it, i i I will say it depends on the day for me because yeah, I, I right. like saying soda, so mm-hmm. but pop is like this the you know, like you know, the go to where I'm just not thinking about it,
0: yeah, but well, I mean, it, it's like uh, it's it's just you when it's ingrained into your your, your brain, your whole life yeah. it's hard to escape. Uh, unless you move away for 13 years and then you realize how right. fucking stupid that was. I'm <laughs> sorry. Look, I'm not trying to judge you, bros. I'm not judging your vocabulary. You say pop all you want. All my friends who love I pop will. say, yeah, I will. <laughs> thanks, Mike. Thanks for your permission, freak, <laughs> you fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, every podcast I love is dead. What's up? Soda is the way to go. Canadians say pop too, and I hate it. See? Canadians. Love yeah, you. I'm
1: part Canadian, so. Oh
0: really? What part?
1: What part? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, this part. This, this part. part right here. My
0: hand. <laughs> my my middle finger, asshole. <laughs> you can flip um, me off if you want. I know you wanted to do it. No, I'm just joking. Nah. But you can flip me off. You can if you want. But wait. So you you have family from Canada?
1: Mm-hmm, like in the Quebec area, Ooh, okay. and some in like the Toronto area.
0: Oh, nice! Do you go and visit?
1: I haven't been there in a minute. Mm. I wanted to last year, but then COVID happened. COVID happened. So, COVID happened. <laughs> um, I used to go there. I mean, yeah, I haven't been there in a, in a minute. But I, I definitely want to when we're able to, and yeah. they actually let us. Which, knowing them, and knowing their smart selves, they won't ever let <laughs> Americans in again.
0: <laughs> like, oh no! Y'all are you're out. Y'all are out. Music with Mendez, thank you so much for that, that, that subscription. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mendez. That was beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's about as good as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, um, Music with Mendez, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Can we get a shout-out for Music with Mendez? Music with Mendez is an amazing multi-instrumentalist. He's a live looper. And just a fantastic jazz guitars. He just got the runs. He's got the runs. I love
1: jazz guitars. Yeah,
0: I I just got a hollow body. Ibanez hollow body, which I'm just over the moon for. And I got my little (laughs) thing, which I'm just going to bring it out just because I'm so happy.
1: Yeah, I was wanted to say you were doing pretty good on that. I was like, wow, this is relaxing.
0: I got it yesterday.
1: making me want to get one
0: dude they're dope they're dope i love it i love it i love it a lot um yeah the oh, shit well there we go now now i forgot what we were talking about again isn't that fun <laughs> fantastic <laughs> yeah you're like great <laughs> this this whole this whole this whole guy by the way uh every every podcast i love is dead uh he is in chat today nolan uh go give him a, a i don't think he's don't I, I i put the link again in the show notes for you our show notes. oh my god I put the link in the chat for everybody uh, for episode 14 featuring your boy Mikey P. Go click on that link tree and go subscribe to every podcast I love is dead. If you, are, uh, if you enjoy music podcasts, if you enjoy this show, you'll probably more than likely like that one. So go check out our friends, Epilid, or every podcast I love is dead. Um, <clears throat> so you were saying how uh, you like to stay busy. And mm-hmm. I like to stay busy, too. But for me, my reasons is because my own thoughts can kind of turn on me. And mm. so I like to I like to stay busy. So I just, almost like a distraction from from my brain eating itself. So I'm just mm. curious what 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 makes you want to be so busy and, and stay so occupied?
1: Because uh, I have a lot of things I want to accomplish before I die.
0: That's fair. <laughs> so, that's fair. So, because <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm motivated. I'm motivated.
1: It's boy. just how I was raised. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It's just how I was raised. My parents, like, they made us work. Like, they gave us everything we needed. Mm. <clears throat> like, they never, we never saw the struggle that they went through, even though they did go through struggles. Um, we did see some, but like, you know, we didn't see them struggle. Right. So they always taught us that no matter how much you're struggling, never let people, like, see it. So always work as hard as you can, get as much as you, be uh, two steps ahead of people, like, um, be multitasking, like, constantly and stuff like that. So that's just how I was raised. I was raised to, like, make my own money, get my own money, um, have multiple streams of income type of mm. thing. So... It's just how I was raised too. But I just wanna get a lot of things done. So that's another reason.
0: Yeah, that multiple streams of income, that is such a huge thing that, that I that we're trying to teach our son because especially as artists, as musicians, it's I mean, if you're putting all your eggs in the performance basket, well, mm-hmm. we all saw what COVID did to that. Uh, mm-hmm. So don't don't just do that. <laughs> um, exactly. Especially coming from an artist's point of view, is like having diversity in income is just it's just. I think it's key. I think it's key into into making it as a successful artist, and mm-hmm. and of course, the success is measured. It, it, success can be measured subjectively, but but my idea of success is being able to support myself, living a happy and comfortable life as an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. that's my idea of success. What's what's your idea of success as Isn't an artist? The
1: same thing. Mm-hmm. Happiness as my as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've had so many people ask me this question. And it's like every single time they're always just, um, they get surprised kind of because I never say like, oh, there's this particular award I want to get or something Mm. like that. Honestly, my biggest goal is just to reach as many people as I can Mm. and and to shift someone's energy where they feel better about their day or they feel something they've never felt before or something like that my goal isn't really to win awards or anything like that. It's really just to like, my award would be to reach people and to have people tell me how they feel about my music. Yeah. Um, and not just my music, but if they want to reach out to me on a personal level, as like, a, you know, a human being, like I'll always do that. Like the amount of people I can reach, like, cause I'm a very much a, um, someone that I'll stretch out a hand for you, no matter what, that's just how I am. Mm. I'm a very much a giver. Um, So it's like, musically and just on a personal level like i want to reach as many people as possible and also i just want to work with as many people as possible too so yeah there are specific people that i've always want to work with but like know. who hmm? like who um janae i um what else
0: she's amazing lucky
1: day i love
0: her so much yeah <laughs> is amazing i've never heard of lucky day who's lucky day
1: you never heard a lucky day?
0: No, I'm I'm very bad with look, I'm almost forty. Boy, you got I'm so you got out of everything. No, you
1: would like his music though. He is really his he is doing like a new style of R and B. Dang. Basically. And I, it's it's a it's heading in a, in a great direction. He's I, he's I love Literally where I doing. so talented. He is so so talented. I'm I'm gonna check so, him
0: out. I, I love it. the on Spotify my my favorite playlist are like the 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 reggae classics and and the, the a newer one is, I think it's called all all, all R and b and it's just, you like him uh, yeah I mean I would definitely like any any of this like because like what I'm really loving is that there's sort of this lo-fi movement with and mm-hmm. b you know there's this sort of like real chill chill drums like very low uh energy but like just have a lot to say a lot a lot of room for melody. Uh, the lo- soul's
1: coming back and yeah
0: Daniel Caesar yeah. is probably my f- lo- mm-hmm. favorite um, R and B artist out right now. Like Daniel Caesar is just can just melt my heart and like I just, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, like there's just there's music that I can listen to in the morning and it has and it's very specific. It can't be anything insane or upbeat or, mm-hmm. or like I mean it can be upbeat, but it can't be like just like EDM or it's <laughs> not you know nothing that's just. Like there has to be a specific music, and Daniel Caesar (laughs) fits in that. There's a streamer, uh, Theodore Alvin, is a streamer on Twitch who who fits in that category. It's classical music fits in that category. It's just mm -hmm. there's something to that vibe that just that's just very good that resonates with the frequency of my brain because the Mm -hmm. frequency of my brain is like (laughs) so. It's like anything that sort of brings that to a manageable. Uh, uh, frequency is 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 my friend, such as marijuana. Uh, but <laughs> so it's a, any kind of speed is terrible for me. So so anything that sort of brings down that frequency. So is, is there? Um, is, do you have that kind of mood music that you like to listen to at a certain time of day, or, or is there is there a kind of mood music that you you drift to?
1: Um. Honestly. My music taste is so broad that it really just depends on what songs in my head. Like one day I'll be listening to classic rock, another day I'll be listening to like two thousands punk rock. Another day I'll be listening to R and B. Another day I'll be listening to Jimi Hendrix. Another day I'll be listening to like soul. Like another day I'll be just be listening to jazz instrumentals. It really depends on the day. Mm. But I guess like the ones that kind of I could say like me like how you're saying it, it was kind of calming you I would say like the ones that have the most poetic lyrics like mm-hmm. not necessarily the instrumental um but the most poetic lyrics and the most creative harmonies because those kind of like seep into my musical soul differently I don't know whenever I hear like really deep lyrics mixed with really creative harmonies. And they're like intertwined so well, like Victoria Monet, if you've ever heard of her, mm. she's really good at harmony. She's really good at like finding the harmonies and finding the pocket that the harmony should fit. And like, yeah. yeah. No, so,
0: <laughs> But that that's what's so awesome about R&B right now is that it's not just, you know, I love, I love regular just cross the board R and B, but what mm-hmm. I love about it now is that they're really, it's like people are really digging for for. A, a, I mean, there's only so many notes in a scale, you know. So it's like people mm-hmm. are, are really digging now to put these notes together in just these very unique ways that are st- that are that are like moving the genre forward. It's it is transcending yeah. it, and that that's what's so amazing about it. Is like it's like they it's like there's this like social collective consciousness to let's bring the beat down and -hmm. let's like, let's make the melody fucking really, really stick, Mm -hmm. you know, like let's Mm -hmm. make it really about talent. Let's make it really about creativity instead of like, as opposed to like these like very in the box normal r&b you know harmonies and just mm-hmm. just whatever you would hear on the radio i mean and which which is amazing that we're hearing this new i feel like it's like underground r&b is coming to the mainstream you know what i mean but it's yeah. like but like I'm, I'm talking like if you it's, it's just you we're taking a step from that regular um just straight ahead like mariah carey or something r&b type feel mm-hmm. and and really diving into like a just like an like an indie genre lo-fi thing. I just I really dig it. I really dig where R&B is going and um, mm-hmm. and and how and how they're using um, that minimal feel to sort of push like such a huge sound and a huge melody and such. Mm-hmm. Y- your last your last EP is called Mango Juice and um, and I dig it. I dig it. I dig Mango Juice. I dig that it, it sort of moves like each song I feel like has, like, a, a is describing a whole picture or something. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's, like, there's more to it. Because, like, the name of the title, it's like, what what is it? Like, Cut In, and then, I, I'm sorry I'm ruining the names of So But it feels like there's, like, a direction to
1: it. Whoa. Yeah, there is. It's the process of making manga juice. <laughs> and also, it, like, it's a dichotomy. Mm-hmm. Um, because each song, if you really pay attention to what I'm saying and how I'm saying it and the melodies and stuff. Um, each song I get more and more confident in what I'm saying to the person. Um, then as the mango juice is like finally the mango juice, you can see like the confidence is fully there. Like I know who I am. I know what I, what I deserve. I'm not going to put up with something else type of thing. So, and that goes for just anything it's, in this case, it's sexual, but um, I wanted to to be creatively sexual, where it wasn't in your face about, you know, like you know how some R and B is like in your face about yeah. the sexual acts and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I Daniel always to be like, yeah. yeah. So it's like I wanted to have that, you know, that vibe, but I also wanted to be creative with it. So yeah, so it's like as the mango juice is being made, the confidence is raising. So it's like, you know, dichotomy type of effect.
0: Do you, um, Are you trying to make music that that is, like, broadly accepted? Like, children could listen to it, too? Is that, like, part of your reasons
1: mm-hmm. why you wanted to yeah, keep it? Yeah, so, so, I mean, obviously, children would probably not want... I mean, parents probably wouldn't want children to listen to this.
0: But they could but, and not have to But worry. they
1: technically could, right. yeah, because I don't say anything raunchy for real. <laughs> but, I mean, my main goal is to do, like music that is more of a healing type of thing mm. so this was kind of just to make a statement and to show my confidence as a woman and to also give that staple to women everywhere just like it's okay to say what you want because a lot of times women are shy about what they want not only in the bedroom but in, in general so it's like i wanted to kind of give that to women for real. and men you know you never know men men could be shy of what they want too
0: yeah, totally, totally. I mean, it, it, it. So, so really, it's it's kind of more of an empowerment than it would be mm-hmm. a sexual thing. It's more of mm-hmm. like go out, don't accept less, go out there and, and expect more. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like
1: have, on, just be vocal about it. Yeah, that's right. all. Just just be vocal about what you want.
0: Um, hold on, I'm I'm bringing it up so everyone can see the cover. I can't play anything because of copyright infringement but (laughs) we can definitely at least show the cover so people know what to look for uh let me see if i even have this set up did i even set this up oh there we go yeah i did look at that it's set up uh beautiful so, so there it is there's mango juice of course i would love to play some because it is very nice it's why is it explicit that's so weird it is
1: explicit i swear a little bit oh you
0: do swear a little bit okay okay so just a little bit just a little you need a little bit of you Need a little bit of swear gotta have a little keep bit it of it. interesting you know? gotta keep it spicy yeah Uh so what was the process of this album what how were you writing and and like the production is amazing and and also mm-hmm. the mix is great as well so Um, Mm -hmm. How involved are you in the writing and the the production and the mixing and all that stuff?
1: So I wrote everything except for the features. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I collaborated on the hook for Pressure. Mm -hmm. So other than Raven's part and yet Bully's part and that hook, everything was written by me. Um, As for the production... um, So this time around, I really wanted to kind of find these beats on my own, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have. So I have producers in my life, but I wanted to find because I am starting to make music myself. But at this point, I kind of wanted to find my own sound and not have any other influences around me. Mm -hmm. So I was on YouTube for four days straight finding beats and stitching them together where they would make sense and then finding ways where I could edit them a little bit just so they would all flow nicely. Um, So yeah, that was the process of that. And then the only beat that wasn't off of that is Pressure. Um, that was made by one of my um, good friends. He's a very talented producer and songwriter. Um, his name is Third Son. So that was the only beat that was the single off of the EP. So that came out in October or yeah, October. So the rest of them I found um, while literally just scouring YouTube for days and not sleeping a couple days too. I just like got in the zone. I had my headphones on and I just got in the zone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was the main process for finding the instrumentals for sure. Okay, um.
0: so so then I'm just curious, and and I'm not trying to, you know, pick it. Be be or be rude in any way or but uh, how how did you how did you go on YouTube? Did you like just take the the beats or did you pay? No, for I bought them. them. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm just now, I'm just curious. Yeah, no judgment, no judgment. Yeah. We all we
1: all. No, I bought them. We, no, I no, I bought them, I bought motherfucker. Them. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Mike? <laughs> yeah.
0: What are you trying it's to just, say, it... motherfucker? <laughs> no,
1: yeah. no, no. I no, was just it was like it was like how you would be with any engineer, but mm. I just wasn't with the engineer when the beats were right. made. It's just I'm not gonna i know some people that they um they do that thing where you can turn youtube files into waves or whatever Mm. but i don't like that karma will bite me in the butt so well
0: eventually eventually with the way things with copyright infringement is going it's like Mm -hmm. eventually it's just you're gonna get you're gonna get busted. and i don't
1: i don't feel credible when i don't pay for someone else's work yeah, so. no, I feel you. It's like, I feel you. Nah.
0: No, so. I'm in the process of doing that right now with my artwork for my page. <clears throat> I want to turn. I want to make all the artwork original artwork, um, mm-hmm. like like this stupid thing right here, which I gotta turn like <gasps> like that, like <laughs> just that dude right there, right. So oh, yeah, um, so Rick Flair, I wanna i I got him redrawn because that is just a, a image that I just ripped off of. Uh, off of Google, mm. so I got it redrawn, and it's, so it's just my own art. Just because, like, I'm sitting here, I'm making money, and people really like this image, and I just feel bad and wrong. Like, I yeah. want to put that image on a T-shirt, and I just was yeah. like, man, I cannot. Like, and, and like the thing is, I went and looked for the image that I stole, <clears throat> and <laughs> it's actually on a T-shirt. So I'm like, not only did I jack this dude's image but and I want to put it on a t-shirt but he's trying to make money off of it as an artist on a t-shirt site of his own oh my
1: god so
0: I'm just like hell no I'm not going to go out of my way now now this I might just keep this cuz whatever it's that's just fun for me but, but, but like, if I'm going to put it on a shirt, or if I'm going to make money off it in any way, you know, like, and I'll probably replace yeah, that the would get emo. Sticky. Yeah, I just, I don't want to do it. But since I already got this already set up, this <gasps> is just, I don't feel like redoing that. So, mm-hmm. but I might, I might, you know, I, I'm just, just because I, I do feel like that is, it's wrong. I'm an artist I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm a, I, I I demand that I get paid for the art that I produce. And and so why shouldn't other people? Exactly. Uh, And so, yeah, mad, mad respect. And and I, I don't judge people for ripping stuff off of Facebook or YouTube either. It's just, it's just like in the long run, that's gonna come back on you, whether it's karma or whether it's you know somebody's lawyer. <laughs> so it's it just like, limits,
1: it just limits you when you don't pay for them, because then you can't expose ha- have as much exposure for it.
0: Exactly. So exactly, what are you gonna do? Throw it on your SoundCloud and hope for the best, you know? Which
1: people yeah. are doing,
0: but it's still, it's. I
1: mean, it's good to just drop sometimes, but mm-hmm. like for me, I like to be in depth when I do drop something. So yes. it's like I wouldn't be able just to put on SoundCloud like I was just right that's just not practical so
0: <laughs> it's just not practical you sound like you've <laughs> done a lot of research on music re- uh, uh, releases and stuff like that have you done a lot of yeah. research on how to do that
1: what, yeah what? I'm a very um, research-based person I like <laughs> to research like a lot I've read um I've been reading this book called The Six-Figure Musician mm-hmm. and then so that one's just about not getting screwed over <laughs> um, and basically marketing yourself. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I learn from what's around me. I learn from people I follow on Instagram. I learn from my friends. I learn from other like types of businesses, not even just music. I just learned from like marketing or, um, you know, just normal. Like I learned from just marketing from Costco or like marketing mm-hmm. from a commercial, like, Right. There's lots of things you can pull from different things that would translate into into music. So, yeah, I've been it's been a long time coming to start music. So I have to do it yeah. the right
0: way. I, so I was, I'm curious, how long have you been involved with creating music? Because I, I you have a few releases out, but it, it's not a lot, and it doesn't span mm-hmm. too far back. So how how long have you like put this kind of energy into being doing music and creating music and
1: yeah. about a year and some change now.
0: Wow. wow but that's... it was a
1: long time coming. <laughs> so wow. that's why.
0: So what was your music career? What did your music career look like before you started releasing music?
1: A lot of, um, hesitance, mm-hmm. a lot of not letting people actually hear me sing a mm-hmm. lot of stage, fright. I had really bad stage fright when I was younger. Wow. Um, so basically I had the opportunity when I first started college to like record songs for people. And then like I started having like things happen with people being disrespectful and not giving me the mute, my uh, recordings and stuff like that because of certain things I don't want to talk about too much. I understand. Um, so basically that deterred me away from it for a while too. And then I just found people that were giving me unconditional support and and love and positive energy, so I was just like, you know what, I think this is the right alignment for me, so I'm just gonna put my all into it because this is actually what I want. So,
0: hmm. so, yeah. so, what? How did? You, so, what? What? What was your performance career like? Because you said you had stage fright and, mm-hmm. and, and, and you it was also... non-existent okay okay and then so
1: i mean i, I performed before but mm-hmm. i haven't performed as me as an artist mm-hmm. um i performed at like you know i performed at like uh what is it talent shows i performed at like events for in college i performed um like that type of stuff but i never performed as me as an artist yet mm-hmm. so i have a couple opportunities in the next couple months. So hopefully those don't get canceled. Oh, yes. I'm ready. <laughs>
0: you're ready. You're get ready. that over with. So are you, so. Oh, are, so are you still pretty nervous? Are you still pretty, are you scared of the stage still? Or have you gotten past that? Like, how
1: are you? I'm honestly in the fuck it mentality. Yeah. I used to, I used to be like really just overthinking everything, but now I'm just like, why am I so afraid to sing in front of people who do not know me? like they're about to know that i'm a a good singer so it's like why am i so nervous like they're here they're not here to boo me they're here to just (laughs) listen to me unless they're terrible people which i don't think most people at venues are it's like i'm gonna sing and if i mess up i mess up oh well like fuck it that's the
0: way you gotta look at it that's the way you gotta look at it and because because i was the same way uh, where, like, I just felt like everything, every little thing I did was under the microscope. And, 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 and in some case, in some ways it is, but it but the reality is that most people are just like paying attention to, to the, you know, just to the groove and, and to the vibe. And, and if you flub a word, maybe two people are going to notice, but mm-hmm. most people are either going to be drunk or in the music and just yeah, you know, like, who cares? And you're, th- that that idea that that we let people that we don't know dictate how we feel yeah mm-hmm. that one's tough that one's a, that one's a tough one to get by and, and it's really just experience and just getting up there and doing it over and over and over again um, but i i like that you have that mentality of like you know fuck it let let's just let's just get it uh, but it yeah. does sound like you want to get it over with. <laughs> so it I just
1: want to get that first performance out of the way yeah. because I know that's the only one that's going to be like, I'm going to have sweaty palms type the <laughs> thing. Like I, I'll probably get anxious, like, and yeah. just excited for the rest of them. But I know that one's just going to be like, okay, this is actually like a thing now. Like I actually have to do this. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. So once that's out of the way, I'll be good. But yeah. I'm
0: I'm waiting for that (laughs) tear the bandaid off Um. exactly because
1: when you find yourself that's why I say fuck it because when I'm like thinking about a bunch of stuff I'm just like I stop myself I'm just like fuck it and I just do it so
0: yeah
1: Yeah. some at one point you just got to turn all your like possible scenarios off and just do it
0: it's, oh my God, that that's exactly right. That is exactly right. You have to turn off the, the, the maybes and the what ifs and just be like, mm-hmm. this is what I want. This is what I'm doing. I mean, there's like, I have like bad anxiety. Like even my palms are sweaty now, you know, like it's just, mm-hmm. and, and like, I'm not even like, I'm not even like, I don't even feel like overwhelmed in any way because I do this constantly. But it's just like... No matter what, I'm, I'm under the a little bit of pressure and now here come my mm-hmm. stupid sweaty palms. But yeah, <laughs> but like getting those thoughts and getting those like those ideas out of your head is just ignoring them um, is it, it, so crucial. It's like there's times when I don't even want to like look at my emails or I don't want to reply to an email or it's just whatever it is. It's just like there's just a point where you have to sort of push past it and stop overthinking it because it's like. I mean, because it's not that bad. It's like when you're sending what what what's so hard about sending a freaking email? You send the email. Mm-hmm. You just push send. You write something that's competent and and and, and legible, and and you send it off. Uh, but you know, it's like performance. I mean, there's a little bit more complication into that. There's a lot more. Oh, and you'll come back eventually, I'm sure. There she is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, with with performance, it's a little more complicated because you do have sort of this. <laughs> <laughs> wild but sober okay we'll get to that buddy um the uh yeah the mm-hmm. the idea of 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 holding yourself back i think is is is, is it falls in that line you know like because people mm-hmm. will sit there and they'll wait for the perfect moment or the you know like i got i can't do this until everything's right or i can't do this until i got this and it's like the reality of it is like, well, maybe you should just go do it and and get mm-hmm. it get it done and 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 go from there. It's mm-hmm. like when people starting streaming, um, you know, there's so much involved in streaming. Which you were telling me before the show that you started sort of looking into Twitch and someone was sort of trying to help you, which I'd love to talk <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> I,
1: yeah. they try.
0: Hey, Penny, what's going on? Uh, first time Welcome, welcome, Penny. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you being here uh so uh so tell me how how, how did that go uh, how did the twitch thing go how far did you get i know you said you have a profile but i mean it, it's totally cool this can be a quick conversation it's all good it's,
1: i didn't get pretty far i <laughs>
0: not gonna lie to you <laughs> i didn't get very far. What, 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 what what? i
1: tried well he like my ahead. friend showed me and he was telling me about it like telling me about the ins and outs of like the rooms and how you can start one and like how it started off with gaming and Mm. that was like a bunch of different stuff and he was he was like being a good instructor is just like i don't know after that i just haven't looked at it i haven't (laughs) gone into it i
0: haven't done any of that Uh, it's all (laughs) good but but i mean you went into it enough to create a profile I mean, so. yeah,
1: and a, and a profile picture,
0: and a profile picture. Watch out, most people yeah. don't even do that. So
1: and a bio. What? What's up? Yeah,
0: you got a bio. Basically, the basically the
1: CEO of Twitch.
0: <laughs> basically, Jeff Bezos over here. Um, so so then, uh, so your knowledge of Twitch is very limited. Now and then it's like you know, very limited. Um. What were you going to do on Twitch? I'm just curious. What were what? I mean, I don't know even thought if did you even think that far?
1: No, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of because I was on Clubhouse before, but mm. I do not really like Clubhouse. Yeah, it's dumb. that much. So when I saw this, I liked it more.
0: Mm.
1: I like the actual, you know, the feed and like what the videos were. Like I don't the thing I don't like about Clubhouse is like it's just voices, mm. and also like the um what is it the feed of it and like the interface of it is just not appealing to me the colors is just like i don't like it yeah um and also i don't like that you have to have like i don't know there was something about it like hosting hosting wise i didn't like but um i don't know i like this it's just with me with the apps i'm just like i don't know i can't keep up with them
0: i i understand it's ridiculous. I
1: really can't. I can't like, keep up. With are that. you on Discord? Except for like Instagram. That's
0: it. Instagram's amazing. I, I You <laughs> know, I still love Instagram. And it's like, I just got, I just wrapped my head around it. And now it's like TikTok. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: started getting on TikTok. And then I'm just like. It was fun, <laughs> but. It's so much work. It is like because it's like you gotta like create a uh,
0: uh, uh, like a sketch every time or something. Like, do I have to like be creative every time? I can't just post like. I
1: kind of just like hop on the challenges because then they're already like made out. Right, I can make them my own and like do my own little flair. That
0: makes sense. But
1: like, I don't know. I don't know what people like on TikTok, so I'm just like
0: yeah i'm just putting whatever i'm I'm basically throwing just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks but nothing is i kind of just
1: put what i like so i guess people hopefully people like that i'm treating it
0: just like my instagram page honestly i'm just like here's a video by but it's on the tiktok's banned here Eh, we don't ban it here but it is it is just i i mean look i know i'm
1: it's hey, too much. It's, it's, it launched a lot of um, musicians' uh, careers absolutely. this past year, I'm so not don't hatin'. don't hate whoever. Did. Any
0: way that you can get yourself and get your music and get your content out there in front of people, especially especially if it's good, at least mm-hmm. you know. It, any way that you can be successful in that way, go for it. It's just it's just what's your platform? What what works for you? And what's interesting is Twitch is working for me, and and you know i don't know whatever's working for you i would just go with that <laughs> yeah but Twitch i
1: think instagram's my favorite so
0: it is it's my favorite and
1: oh. it's just the algorithm's stupid but yeah
0: the algorithm sucks but I, mean, I do find myself scrolling through instagram more and more
1: um i just like looking at like i like i'm a visual person mm-hmm. so like that's why i like this too it's just like i like seeing right things mm-hmm. and like all of that and i like seeing people's different aesthetics and all of that Yes.
0: Yes. Aesthetics or everything. Yeah. No. Twitch is great, and if you were ever thinking about like like doing music on Twitch or something, I mean, it it would be like a live
1: concert stream.
0: You can, but the the thing about Twitch is it's about building communities, and it's about it's about communicating with people in the chat. Like you see how I'm like sort of going back and forth, just randomly being like ha ha ha. Someone said something over here, so it's (laughs) like including the chat, including people and and building a thing where building a channel where people want to come and hang out essentially right cuz you know, cuz it's really um, it turns into a, into a hang it's
1: like a talk show it's like it a, is the like interactive talk interactive
0: show. talk show is what i'm going for um my wife she does she does straight music so and, and it is kind mm. of a talk show and it's funny cuz she's starting to learn that she can't just run her mouth about everything like like me i've gotten in trouble so many times about running my mouth about people that i know People that, you know, and then they hear the podcast or watch the podcast and they're like, hey, you said that thing. And I'm like, yeah, I said it. I don't care. Uh, but now my wife is, is finding that because there's a lot of room for talking. So she'll play mm-hmm. a song and then she'll talk to the chat for a little bit. And so as you're talking, if you're doing this for hours at a time, you're bound to say something and you're mm-hmm. bound to like say something about somebody and and so she's been right. getting she's been getting all this blowback like why did you say that about my song and why did you tell people about that and even me is like why did you say that <laughs> but but she constantly has to do that to me so whatever i don't talk yeah wild <laughs> but sober just doesn't talk his, his stream just consists of all work but he does sing and he has a lovely voice um so mm. he does sing his little ass off and i love that um, yeah. So if you were ever in, in into looking into it, it might be cool. So wh- where's this show planned? You said you ha- have something that uh, a uh, a gig planned, a couple gigs planned. Where's it? Yeah, at?
1: it's not it's not like set in stone because it, we don't know if it's gonna get canceled or not. But it's just mm-hmm. one of the venues downtown. So yeah, can't say too much
0: because it's probably. Yep. Oh, is is it like a is like a surprise show or something or?
1: No, it's like
0: I don't want to reveal it just yet, ah, I see, I see. I see. we're We're not good enough for your reveal. I see Rose. I see. I see where we stand now, Rose. What's your favorite vegetable, rose? we, we, we That want. was
1: so random well, um, it's
0: it's wild but sobers uh, question oh favorite
1: vegetable ooh?
0: Thank you for contributing behind that suit. I appreciate that.
1: I would say either, ooh, zucchini or cucumber.
0: Cucumba, Roscoe Inferno, what is up? Woo, yeah, we got you, we got you. There you go, we got you, we got you, Roscoe. Welcome in, what's up? I think Roscoe Inferno was here a little earlier not sure oh no roscoe green was here roscoe green was here no you're roscoe inferno my bad (laughs) my bad roscoe there's too many roscoes we got roscoe sandwich Mm -hmm. up in this bitch thank you for that shout out favorite artist now wild but sober wants to know who your favorite artist is
1: janae Eiko.
0: there you go janae Eiko. Uh yeah, Janae Aiko is amazing. What do you, What do you think about the, her new music that she just kind of came out with? Right, she came out with the new song. Is that is that the new album?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the concept album, right?
1: Hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. The fact that she put sound bowls and all of that, and like the different um, keys that open up different chakras, and made it into music, and made it into music that people can actually just listen to you on an everyday basis, she kind of like is a genius that way because it's like she made it almost mainstream basically. So, and I just love her lyricism, I love her process of um the way she went about everything, I love the way the the actual album went. Um, and yeah, and I just yeah, I just love her.
0: <laughs> she is pretty incredible. I, I, I'm with you, I'm with you. We got a little. Got a little...
1: Look at you with all the little trinkets.
0: Mhm. All right, y'all. That's how we do it. Welcome to welcome to We Speak English Goods Meditation Hour. Get exactly. ready. Get ready to meditate for an hour. Oh. That <laughs> we're not do uh, uh, so uh, I'm I'm curious on, uh, you know, you're talking about sweaty palms and anxiety and stuff. Uh, oh and by the way everybody, thank you so much for contributing to the salad galley thing. We're coming for your salad galley uh, but but how important is mental health to you and um, like I, I know I suffer from from depression and anxiety and mm-hmm. all that stuff as artists tend to do um, how important is mental health to you?
1: It's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that's talked about as much as it should be. It's starting to a little bit, Yeah, absolutely. but I feel that mental health is very important because it ultimately aids to your, your evolution as a person. Mm-hmm. So it's like if your mental state isn't consistently getting better, consistently working towards getting better, um, you're not going to evolve as a person and you're not going to evolve into into what you're meant to be and it's basically like a block holding you back. So it's like, it, it it takes time and it takes a lot of, a lot of uncomfortable situations with yourself, but it's very important. It's very needed to dig deep into yourself and realize that um, you're, you're just you at the end of the day. Like you only have yourself at the end of the day. You have to take care of yourself at the end of the day. So, Um, yeah, it is, I mean, the whole spiritual journey, the whole like mental health journey is very rough at times, like digging to the root of things that really, you didn't know that were bugging you, but are bugging you and were, are, um, contributing to this type of anxiety or this type of, um, I guess you could say trigger into depression, um, it's, uh, it's very important because then you start to communicate with yourself better and you start to understand yourself better and what your body can take and what your mind can take and what when to say no to people when you see a, a boundary or you see a trigger happening and you let that person know. Um, and it just helps with vocalization with other people because if you can vocalize with yourself about important things and like very... Um, deep things you can vocalize that to a certain degree with other people um so I think mental health is very very important but I don't think it's taken seriously enough and I think people like to mask it with um saying it's like um not as important to just kind of I guess you could say brush off your shoulders or try to be stronger. You got this type of thing. Like especially with men in this in this country in particular, like a lot of times men are told not to cry and stuff like that, not be in tune with their emotions. So it's just like, it's a big, it's a big factor that needs to be taught when we're younger. And it, I don't think it's at that point yet. I'm hoping at one point that we'll be teaching our kids like mental health, um, importance. But as of now, yeah, mental health is very important to me. Yeah. In conclusion.
0: <laughs> in conclusion, <laughs> mental health is very important to me. Oh, the the thing about I men, could go on and on about. Well, that. no, That's no. Why I just well, <laughs> well, no, no, and and I no, and we can go on and on about it because this is an important thing and that something that we talk about a lot on the show. And I kind of wanted to hit on what you're saying about men in general. It's like in this country, especially, we're seeing. Uh, there's such a spike in middle-aged men who are killing themselves and suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, our kids, it, the boys are killing themselves. But mm-hmm. and, and then on the other side of that, young women, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, teenage girls are killing themselves mm-hmm. at, at record highs, which sounds awful to even frame it, record highs in... in mm-hmm. uh, uh,
1: you I mean, know. mental health now is more important than anything. Yeah, as because as, of what's been happening. Exactly. And I feel like that's why I feel like it's getting more and more talked about than mm. it used to be. But it still is, it has a long way to go. Yeah,
0: there's still a stigma on it, and, and that's what I respect about. I, I think about like your generation of artists, and even of of, of the kids coming up before you. Um, I talk to a lot of young people on this uh, on this on this platform. You know, I talk to, you know, 18, 17-year-old kids who are singers, songwriters, and stuff. And what I've noticed is that they're so open and ready to talk about their mental health. And that's what I respect the most about this next generation is their ability to uh, to recognize it at such a young age to mm-hmm. that that this is an important thing. And mm-hmm. and maybe we are teaching. Uh, our kids that maybe it is starting to get through, but but you're right. There is still this big stigma that comes along with talking about it because no one's talking about the accelerated rates of suicide with young women. No one's no one talking wants about, to talk about it. No one's talking no one wants about, to talk about it. Because it. it's, it's like and it would become a
1: reality. It would become a reality and become an actual thing that's happening, right? And not just like some non approachable or non obtainable type of dreamland um reality it's actually a reality like it's yes. happening it's an and amazing. i feel like a lot of times people don't like to face reality
0: no so they do not yeah you, you kind of were touching on it where it's like having to sit down with yourself and 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 take you know and 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 take and take note and 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 and, and, t- and start a list of things you want to improve and, and start talking mm-hmm. about like, what are the things I don't like the, about myself and like sitting there and taking this inventory this mental inventory of what is useful and what isn't. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and most people don't. And, and, and that, and that's tough. That, that, that's that really sucks, especially for this, for what we're going through as a, as a culture, as what we're going through as a society, as a, as a country, as a world being, you know, it's just, it's really, it's really sad, man. And, and the, you know, I think a lot of the reason we don't talk about, you know, young people, especially young women killing themselves is because the people that are sort of controlling the narrative, it would, it would cut into their bottom line because mm-hmm. there's this big correlation between the rise of social media and mm-hmm. and the rise of, of suicide with,
1: mm-hmm. with young
0: women and young people in general right
1: mm-hmm.
0: um women young women young men young uh non-binary especially non-binary friends too it's like that mm-hmm. in its own is its own uh horror yeah. show of of what's going on out there and
1: social media has really um damaged a lot of the younger generation like just because it's like oversaturation of everything They see everything. They're exposed to everything. People can say whatever they want to them, and they can say it back without thinking. There's consequences. It's like it's a lot, and like they grew up with that. At least my generation, like we grew up with not having like all that technology yet. We grew up with like the beginnings of it. Hmm. Whereas with them, they they're basically in that gen the generation that I'm talking about is like the generation that had basically almost a couple years before the first iPhone, like they're 2000s, like late 2003, 2004, Mm -hmm. like they're actually like teenagers now, like they're getting into adulthood and they've grown up with such high technology. So it's just like, and also a lot of times parents from those generations that are raising kids in those generations, I mean, like they raise the kids with you know, technology in front of their face. Like I see all the time, three-year-olds, I know how to work an iPad more than me. Like (laughs) it's, it's not, it's funny, but it's not. At the same time, it's like, it shouldn't be that way. It should be like, I don't know. It's just, I wish the younger generation had that exposure where they could just knock on someone's door and just have a fun day with all the neighborhood kids and not worry about what's going on on social media and not worrying about, what shooting is happening, like it's just the things that are being shown on social media is just making everyone overexposed to too much. And it's creating it's creating too much turmoil and it's it's creating different mindsets for people that didn't exist before. And it's just it's too much. It's in my opinion, like if social media ended tomorrow, I feel like the world would kind of end. And that's a problem.
0: Wow. wow, that's not where I was expecting that to go.
1: (laughs) I mean, think about it. No, you're right. So many people's incomes rely on social Mm -hmm. media. So many people's livelihoods rely on social media. I I mean, a lot of people's friends are just on social media. Mm -hmm. Like... And
0: what about crazy. what about these government agencies and medical f- companies who have put mm-hmm. a lot of stock into Facebook as a form of communication what we mm-hmm. saw in Australia a couple of weeks ago was Australia was in this fight with Facebook over news feed stuff but Facebook decided to like put uh to uh to shut down a a big part of I forgot what all the details but they ended up What they ended up finding out is that a lot of people that all those people who are relying on facebook for communication wise for these medical things for for scheduling and for all this stuff it all came out it's like wow we're very dependent on this platform and we've become mm-hmm. very dependent on these platforms to uh to give us news to you know to to, to communicate with people and And, Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, all it gives us in return is like, you're not good enough. And, and we're going to take your data and try to sell stuff Mm -hmm. to you now, you know, like there's, it it just keeps taking and taking and, and what it's leaving in its wake is, is, you know, is these sad, um, where people are just so focused on the best parts of everyone's lives.
1: Yeah.
0: That, that that, they're sitting there comparing themselves to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's been something I've been trying to like open up more. Yeah. Yeah. Not having just like the best picture, the best parts, like have things that like are creative but also actually me type of thing. It's like a lot of times people hide who they are literally by photoshopping themselves and you know, all of that. And like just showing what they want to show you which is i get that a certain degree because you're controlling what you want people to see right but it's like at the end of the day you're a person like you're not going to be perfect 100 percent of the time it's just not no it's not a thing it doesn't happen so it's like i feel like that's a good point like social media eliminated that idea of being a human like it, being imperfect type Yeah. Of, reality
0: so it did it did sucks and with all these filters and all these Mm -hmm. you know like these young ladies i do
1: like some of the filters i like like the sparkly ones (laughs) i like the sparkly ones i I just like sparkles i like the sparkly ones too (laughs) they're just like fun but as far as like altering your whole face right i I can't recognize the person right that's a little much let's go especially if it's that goes back to mental health it's like why are they Altering their whole face. Yes. well,
0: that's the whole thing. Is like you have these young people who are comparing themselves to robots. You know, like mm-hmm. to to, to non reality things. It's and it's it, it's great. Let's go back to eleven hundred A.D. Yeah, let, let's go back to when the the barbarians and the strongest one and <laughs> and let's let let's go back to those days where where electricity and running water and toilets weren't a thing. <laughs> right. where, where the black plague was the end of an entire fucking uh culture wow right. so uh no we're not going back to 1100 AD wild no. but sober that sounds awful if we I'm do good. if we do end up it but here's the thing if, if we do go that route like like if like if an EMP exploded over the United States right and an electromagnetic pulse whatever if something like that wiped out our entire power grid, the cloud, everything's gone. Like we would, like you're saying, I mean, but on a more extreme level, without Facebook, without communication, without all these things that we're so accustomed to, we would literally just fall right back into to 1100 AD, which mm-hmm. is which is just an insane thing to think about. But, I, people are so just just ready just it's in us it's ready we're so ready to survive we're so ready to you know steal food out of that f- family next to us mouth so our family can eat in those mm-hmm. moments and when everyone's eating everything's fine right when everybody's mm-hmm. bellies are full and everybody's bank accounts okay and, and you know like eh, you know things are okay everyone's fine like that but as soon as you start taking these things out of the equation humans quickly turn into animals which we are animals Mm -hmm. and and uh Mm -hmm. i i wouldn't like to live in that world (laughs) that i'm not equipped for that world my late wife asked me to leave facebook years ago i don't miss it yeah well none of us should be on facebook but i use it a lot (laughs) i use it so much it's like the thing that drives people the most to my podcast which is the most Mm. sickening part about all this is how all the shit that i talk about these platforms but like you're saying a lot of people depend on this to make money, to communicate, to to get their yeah. products out there to do this. So like w-
1: that's when it's a positive impact. That's when it's doing what it was meant for, right.
0: right. Exactly. But when it's
1: not is when it's altering what a person actually is. Whereas like marketing and like meeting new people and, you know reaching out to new people, that's what social media was about hmm. to start with. Like it was about networking with people. The social network like it was about networking with people right so it's just the what it's become is is just not not the best
0: <laughs> well and, and what sucks about it is that the algorithms are set up and mealy ray music thank you so much for contributing to the salad galley irl stream we're coming for you salad galley we're coming for you okay well there was supposed to be a boom there but okay Oh, there we went. Okay, never mind. God, this thing is so funny. the stream deck is so fun, but it's so fucking stupid, too. I fucking hate it sometimes. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Amelia Ray Music, for contributing to that, uh, to the Salad Galley IRL thing. Um, and, and then, of course, subsequently, I've forgotten what I was saying. Oh, well. Oh, well. Fuck it. Um, anyways, the... Uh, Hold on. What was I gonna say? Oh, the way the algorithms are set up now is to uh, it, it highlights, you know, uh, dissent. It highlights when people are arguing. It highlights when people. So, so your page I- I- is 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 set for you to be ready to argue, to be ready to just dis- the pass judgment, to be ready to mm-hmm. hop on the cancel train. Right. Everything mm-hmm. is the algorithms are set up. In such a way where it, it sows dissent into the platform itself. So on top of marketing and and you know like big butts and 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 you know cute videos of kittens and stuff, you have yeah. you have your racist uncle who's saying like mm-hmm. something terrible, and then and then you're like, well, well, that's bullshit. I gotta say something, and then you're stuck right. in this all day, and that's creating this whole crazy tension that you're, ah, I'm wasting a whole day like talking shit about this. So within these platforms, they are sowing in dissent and making billions of dollars off of it. It is a fucking money dump for mm-hmm. these companies to have the kind of, of, of disgraceful dissent that we have on these platforms. I mean, it, the more used it, it, and the media along with it, the, the news media... is is right there with it you know they're right there they're just trying to survive because no one gives a fuck about buying a newspaper or cnn now that trump's gone nobody's watching msnbc no so now they have to figure out these clever little ways to get people pissed off and clicking on shit so you know it's a great these things are awesome for communication and marketing and, and looking at big butts or whatever but it's definitely this huge part of it is this toxic a uh, uh, stain on on society and I don't know how we're gonna fix that i mean other than like really putting in some kind of legislation or something i mean do you think that the government should intervene i mean are you, are you, are you in in this type of thing to
1: more than they already have
0: um well they actually haven't intervened that much and they actually made legislation to not that you
1: know of not that i know of but but they are very under like especially with social media I've noticed that they're not very in the main forefront, if you could say. Well there's but a bunch of honestly, old ass just, people there that don't there, even... there was there was a time where they were about to monitor everything but then it right like suddenly went away. I don't mm. know. But um I mean I think I think the apps just need to come up with something. I don't think the government per se needs to do something but the apps just need to kind of come to the conclusion that okay this thing is bigger than us we need to actually like rein it in a little bit and right. like kind of give it more of what it used to be type of type of um, thing right I don't think the government per se needs to get involved. I think the apps themselves have the power to just you know create something. That is more specifically just um, about not necessarily positivity in in all of it, but it's just like I guess you could say um, keeping it keeping it uh, simple, like not having it not having it like because now they have on Instagram they have a shopping tab, they Mm. have they have like the Instagram Reels, they have the Instagram video which is good but it's just like it's all this stuff and then like they don't know how to keep track of it all they don't know how to like show it to people they're like spreading in their case they're spreading themselves too thin so it's just like I've noticed that they don't they don't know how to especially with the Instagram TVs they don't know how to like expose that to the feed they don't know how to with reels they keep it to its own tab because they didn't know how to expose it to the feeds it's just like they need to kind of rein in and hone in on what they actually want their app to be because i don't think they know Hmm. (laughs) to be honest with you and they're kind of all the apps are kind of morphing into one app Hmm. like facebook instagram snapchat all of that they're kind of morphing into one thing and it's because they i don't think all have the same owner now uh, Doesn't Facebook own them all? I think Facebook
0: owns Instagram. I don't yeah. know about Snapchat, yeah, but Facebook, sure
1: Facebook owns Snapchat. yes
0: yeah. Oh, they they pro- Well, I have the whole internet right here, so Facebook <laughs> owns Snap. Oops, Snapchat. Boom. Let's see. Facebook does not own Snapchat. Snapchat owns is it? owned by Snap Inc. So they're what? they're they they're not bought yet. So that must have been a rumor that got started, and and it's just that's just how it is now. Um, yeah. No. It, well, it, it's just funny. We're we're just in this sort of weird place now where we have like data scientists are acting as arbiters of truth, and 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 and, and it's just it, to me it seems like there has to be something put in place to where we can protect our children which parenting helps Let, let's talk about mm-hmm. that parenting is the big thing that parents can do to help their children from you know get, falling into these horrible traps or even themselves falling into traps of of getting in these echo chambers or getting into the you know wasting their time arguing with people on the internet and just feeling miserable about themselves in general you know, on on a, on an app that's supposed to be entertaining or inform mm-hmm. or, or or spread information. So
1: mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. We there's a lot to do, and who knows what the fuck to do about any of that. But, uh, but whatever. All you can
1: do, all you can do, is focus on what you can see and not stress too much about what you can't see. Yeah, because you can't see it.
0: Well, well, th- the problem with that, it feels like we're just sweeping something under the rug. And then it feels like yeah. it's not getting. But at addressed. the end of the
1: day, it's like it's end of the day. It's like those apps are gonna do what they're gonna do. Like it's at this point, I've realized that they're gonna change it no matter what. They're gonna change how they want because of some some uh, survey they did, some statistic thing they did that doesn't make sense. It's like. Unless there's a big group of people that is coming together and they're going to say, like, this is what you want from this app, the app's not going to listen. Like, Instagram is just not going to care because they get so much money and they get so many users. It's just it's just it's a sad thing, but they don't they don't care because there's people in power like that. They don't care about their actual numbers because we're just numbers to them We're just Mm -hmm. usernames to them. So.
0: Yeah. And that's the problem. And that's the problem, too, is that, you know, they don't really care about what the general public really cares. And so that also mm-hmm. leaves open room to uh, to only allow certain points of view uh, on mm-hmm. their platforms as well. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I don't consider myself a, a Republican or anybody on the right or anything like that. I'm very left. But but there are certain things that I'm just like, like that are being, uh, you know, touted as this as protecting people but it, it feels more like censorship you know where mm-hmm. you can't say this you can't say that you can't say you know whatever i mean even on twitch i can't say i can't say a thing that sounds like shrimp you know it sounds like shrimping uh, you can't i'm not allowed to say the thing that sounds like shrimp you know mm. uh it's just it's a banned word and and, th- and it's like, it, do you know what word I'm talking about? By the way, yeah. Okay, yeah. So like, which makes sense because because shrimps make this platform go around. I mean, there's tons of e girls on here. Uh, there's a ton, you know, and, and, and big up e girls. Get your money, girl. Um, and and dudes and and binary, uh, non-binary friends. Get your money if you want to show your stuff for money. Go get it. I love you, uh, but. But yeah, there there's these there's this certain point of view that is, is is allowed only. And and even talking about it is is bad. And you can't even question it. And and so like we've reached this point now where you can't even question these these ideas that you know, like, like I, I just I just feel like when, when ideas go unquestioned and and unchallenged They 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 uh, they bloom into whatever whatever kind of chaos that they bloom into Uh, Mm -hmm. whenever one side is 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 in more power than the other it just goes nuts right like it's just this is historically just how it goes so you know right now it's like you can't say this you can't say that. But soon it's like if you say this, what? Which where we're at right now is if you say anything against it, or if you speak out against it, we'll deplatform you or take away your way to make money, take away your your livelihood. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know what's next? What's the next step? Well, the next logical step to me is if you start questioning these ideas, then I don't know. Maybe you go to jail. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if they are allowed to take your livelihood, to deplatform you, to 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 ruin your online presence to the point where they will destroy an entire social media company, to to do it. Um, then I think that we're running into a certain problem, and I'm talking about mm-hmm. parlor. I'm talking about parlor, and I'm talking about Donald Trump there. But mm-hmm. uh, which fuck Trump? But still, it, but but I don't like the implications of that. I don't like the implications of shutting down uh, an entire side of the conversation, and you're shutting down an entire group of people, and and that's how you get a situation like Donald Trump. That's how you get a president like Donald Trump in power is when you shut down an entire group of people. And, and make them feel less than, and make them feel like they're unheard, and and um, that's that's the problem I'm talking about mm-hmm. here. Shrimping ain't easy. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. How does that fall on your ears? I don't know. Does does that... Um
1: So I I mean I get that to a certain degree I do, um, but there's a certain point where it's just like those people's um, opinions are leaning towards more of not the greater common good. It, they're leaning towards like. A, Especially in like the supporters of Trump, like they're leaning towards evil, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, my phone's dying. Um, But they're leaning towards that. They're not leaning towards like, yes, I'm all for free freedom of speech. But they're honestly, what they're speaking in most way in most times that I've seen is they are speaking hatred and they are speaking. Basically, they're speaking one sided. They're speaking that this is their country this is someone everyone's going to take their country they're going to take all their jobs it's like a lot of the and it's like also when people actually talk to Trump supporters about why they want Trump they never can give like a clear understanding of what they like about him and what especially at Trump rallies like i've seen so many videos of like Trump supporters don't know why they're supporting him like but at the end of the day they they they're basically vocalizing their hatred towards the other people in this country. So, like I said I'm all for freedom of speech, but if you're just out here like enhancing hatred and and backing someone that is about, you know, not actually calling out white supremacy and all of that, then I'm not I'm not going to support you. I I think you should be limited to what you can say because that's not offering the common like the greater good for humanity in my opinion. Um Yeah, but there there is like it does need the conversation does need to be had like between the two sides it does need to be had because why are they thinking this way why do they feel so one-sided and also like liberals can be very one-sided too so it really depends on like it's more so the extremists on both sides that are the most one-sided um but you know
0: yeah, and and I agree I agree with you and in, 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 in I agree with most of what you said because um, you know the, the problem is with like let's say just Trump supporters in general let's just talk about like they're showing love for support for Trump and whatever the problem is that that's it's like half the country and 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 then when you look at who voted for him when the numbers are in, his 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 vote by race, like like blacks, uh, 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 Mexicans, or, or I'm sorry, Latinos, uh, the even, uh, Muslims in this country, all of them rose in voting and support for Donald Trump, and so.
1: Uh, what I'm because saying because of the way he was marketing himself, he was marketing himself to give them an out into like say that he was supporting them, and when he when in reality he was kind of just using that as a ploy to get their vote. So.
0: Right. Okay. Well, let's just say that. But I, I I definitely feel like they have the right to to uh to 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 to, to talk about that, and they have the right to yeah. say that. And um, I, the problem is is that who is making these decisions on. Who, on who's saying what. And when I'm talking about these scientists and these these computer scientists and these people who are working in uh, Silicon Valley, we have people who are making these decisions on what qualifies as hate speech. And I don't think that voting for Donald Trump qualifies as hate speech because no, I, I know plenty so, of black people who are huge Trump supporters and they're just like, they... they, they the problem is, is that the narrative is being controlled. And I'm not saying Trump stood for fucking, you know, greatness or anything, because I definitely am not Trump's supporter. I definitely think he's an abhorrent human being. But I definitely know what happens when you silence a whole side of people. And mm-hmm. when you're talking about, like, people who vote for Trump, you know, they're only projecting hate. Well, that's what the narrative is being pushed as, right? Like, that's what we're being told. And that's the only thing that's allowed to be told is that if you vote for Trump, you're a white supremacist who hates, you know, who hates everybody.
1: And well, I'm not saying that. No, no, no I know, but,
0: but, 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 but. But that is the narrative, and that's what people. It are, is some, but,
1: yeah. Some people do think that. I will say and that.
0: And some people, and, and I mean, you know, some people think that J.K. Rowling is a transphobe. And even though that she clearly says that she's an ally to everybody, that she just has some problem with the way the movement's going. But, mm-hmm. but people are like, she's a transphobe. And it's like, wait, did you even look at what's going on? The problem is that the information that we are receiving is so skewed or flat out lies is that there's no way to really even make these educated decisions anymore because it's all just, it's all just pushing a narrative, a, a single mm-hmm. narrative. And, and I don't think that someone who voted for Trump should be deemed as a white supremacist. Especially if they're black, and you know, like it just it it just bothers me because I, I see where it's going. And we already have a great example of how the re, the response to shutting down an entire group of people, the response to shutting down to calling an entire group of people deplorables, to calling them the flyover states, to calling them dumb, you know, whatever whatever the words that they're using to describe people who who vote on the other side. Um, the the biggest example of a response to all that is Donald Trump himself, and the only reason why Donald Trump was put into power was because people were sick of being talked down to, and so we're 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 going to just keep repeating the same shit if we keep shutting down the other side of the conversation. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. I don't think white supremacists should be allowed on Facebook to to blast the N word at, at, at nauseum. You know, like that's not what I'm saying here, but. We definitely have to have the talk and, and which you already said you agree with and that mm-hmm. that we do need to be talking. And I think that it needs to be – we do need to have these conversations. And, and the idea that just by having this conversation, it qualifies me as a white supremacist, it, it just seems like insane to me. I mean do you feel like I'm a white supremacist for defending for, um, for what I just said? I don't,
1: th- I don't think you're a white supremacist. You're just seeing all sides, which – in some cases people might think that you are supporting it. Um, but you're, you're seeing all sides, even though you don't agree with them. I personally don't like to do that. Like, I don't like to put that in my, um, opinions just because, I mean, I like to see everyone's point of view, but at the end of the day, I like to vocalize my own point of view Mm -hmm. and not vocalize other people's. Um, but you're seeing everyone's point of view. And at the end of the day, though, it's like when people are the people that are saying people who vote for Trump support are, you know, white supremacists are racist are all that. They're saying it because they see Trump as someone different than how you see him. You might not have been basically Trump is a symbol of something to people, especially people of color that's different than what you think he is. Um, so when they see someone voting for him, it's like, in my opinion, when, from my experiences with my friends, they, it's like it's not, not so much like being a traitor if you're voting for him, but it's just like it's aiding to the trauma that they've been through. And it's kind of ignoring what's been happening and I'm not saying minorities don't, you know, they don't vote for Trump. I'm not saying that. But they're voting for Trump for different parts of Trump That's what I've heard from every single minority that I've not every single one that in in general but like that I know of um, they vote for him because of particular things that he um, vouches for and not him as a person whereas I'm talking about people that vote for him because of him as a person mm-hmm. and that's that's what they're talking about most of the time is the people that are voting for Trump as a person are usually not always. Usually, racist or usually on the white supremacist side. Because if you're voting for him as a character, as his character, he's a he is basically not shut down white supremacy. He has told them, you know, that I'm not. He doesn't say he supported him, but he said stand down, stay uh, like alert. Basically, he did never defa- he never shot down white supremacy. So it's like they're voting for him as a person, and that's why I brought up when when they're at Trump rallies that people didn't know why they were voting for him because they're voting for him as what they see him as. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people, minorities aren't voting for him because of what they see him as. And that's a racist person, a person that's going to make America even like how he did, like de-evolutionize what we were as a nation. So um, it really is the person that, that, um, the person's point of view that changes the narrative of if you are a white supremacist, if you are racist, that you voted for Donald Trump and why you did it. Like, that's another thing. Like, you can't just be on someone's ass because they voted for him. You have to ask why you did. And if they're going to say like as him as a person, then obviously, then you can have that conversation differently. But if they like actually were in depth about what they wanted their country to be and all that, then it's like, OK, to a certain never you can respect it, but then that's a different conversation that needs to be had. So it could go a lot of different ways. It's a really sticky situation. It's very complicated. It has so many layers to it. Um, because there's so many different types of people in America. And it's like there's never gonna be one point of view to it. So that's why I think we need to <clears throat> I don't know, I've been saying this for a while. Like we need to reevaluate our government system and how we elect and how who we elect and all of that because it it's just mm, – no, it could be way better.
0: It's it, it's funny because Wild But Sober was like, what do you think about a new government? Most Americans are mutts. I'm proud of mutt. My lineage is a mess. I like all until you are personally a dick to me. Yeah. That, I mean, that that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I'm a mut too. I, I'm a Mexican. I got that white stuff going on in there. You know, like I'm married mm-hmm. to my, – my wife's half black, you know, half Italian. You know, like it's just – I don't know. Like – I think the the biggest thing is is that how the narrative has shaped someone who votes for Trump, and mm-hmm. and the idea is that to most people, their knee jerk reaction to someone who who doesn't like Trump, who voted for Biden or whatever, is like oh god, horrible person, you know. And, but that's the mm-hmm. narrative that's been sold, and I think that that's a problem when half of the country was you know was voting for him, and I know that half of this country is not white supremacist and and hate and all that like you're saying a lot of people that i know especially people of color were like i don't like the stupid shit that he says but uh he's protecting my pocketbook and that's all i give a shit about it's like I'm, <laughs> my bank account is, is being protected by that guy so i'm good whatever he can say all the dumb shit he wants yeah. And, uh, yeah, Joe Biden is a really sus guy. I fucking Joe Biden is the fucking worst.
1: The one thing I will <laughs> say is like, at least Trump was vocal about his, like, of who he was as the person. Whereas Joe Biden, the one thing I don't, I mean, I, there's a lot of things that I don't like about Joe Biden, but That's one funny. thing in particular is that he wears a mask hmm. 98% of the time. And we saw it slip a couple times during the election but when he's talking to Charlemagne, Donald When he's talking about even, I, don't, oh, I don't want to talk about that.
0: Oh, it, that was God. the bullshit. I was like, well, How is this motherfucker even still a candidate? How is he still yeah. in the running? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm yelling because
1: he's you. not because at the end of the day, it's then it comes back to we need to reevaluate how mm-hmm. we're voting for people because they the main marketing strategy for Joe Biden was that he wasn't Trump. <laughs> right. It's yeah. like, okay, so you're not evil. You're not that, so what are you like? Right. Just because you're a little bit better than him doesn't make you a good candidate. But that's what they marketed, right. on. and it's stupid. But people fed off of it, so
0: right. And and then what's funny is that he immediately after getting in office he started bombing brown people again. And so that that's interesting. If we went from Trump, who didn't start any new wars. Which again, I know I'm sounding like a Trump defender here, but there are some things that Trump did with that I am I approve of, like space. Wait, what is it? Space? What is it? Not space wars. Space force. Space force. Let's go to space. Let's do it. Uh, but the <laughs> but but yeah, it's. Uh the, the the Joe Biden thing, man, is like, yeah, you're absolutely right. He he doesn't wear his his emotions and his truth on his sleeve like Donald Trump does. Cause Donald Trump can't help but be Donald Trump. Joe Biden mm-hmm. is a fifty year veteran at being a fake piece of garbage. And mm-hmm. and so yeah, um I, 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 I voted for Tr- Biden because I didn't want to vote for Trump. Uh and, and that's 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 Because everything else, <laughs> he's doing everything else. I mean There's some things he's doing that are cool, but I don't know, man. For the most part, this first hundred days are looking pretty fucking shoddy. Not here, but many know my voting district. I love my neighbors, but we don't talk politics. Just take care of each other. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. It's like we can get along. I have Republican friends, you know, like I have hardcore Trump friends that. That, you know, like, we we argue all the time about shit, but at the end of the day, we're talking about it, and we're talking, and we're friends. And the problem is, what's happening is that we're creating this line that if you cross it, now we can't be friends, we can't be family, we can't talk, mm-hmm. the conversation is over. And that's... If
1: people the- don't like to... When you put, like, your opinions on someone... It makes them feel like theirs are invalid. When in reality, you're just saying your views. But a lot of times, people feel threatened by other opinions, and that's something we need to stray away from because it's very um, negative and it's very uh, doesn't get us anywhere. Basically, because the conversation is never had then. Yeah. So.
0: Um let, let let let's uh we're we're getting ready here to wrap up. We're going to play a quick game. Yeah, we <laughs> I know we've been we going went home.
1: on a tangent with we, that one. <laughs>
0: um I I know you released the mango juice back in uh October. Do you have any plans on any Oh no, thing?
1: I I I released mango juice like a month ago.
0: Oh. Actually. Oh, I thought you said you released it in Pressure October. Pressure came out in October. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that all confused. Okay, good. Okay. I, I I'm I'm glad that we got that so well, then, awesome. I know this is the most annoying question ever, so I... I, I what's next? What's next for Rose Thornberry?
1: Um, I am currently working on music videos for um, this EP, and then I'm working on another album and some music videos for that album, and then some other collaborations. So I'm working on a bunch of stuff, so... More to come, soon come.
0: There you go, everybody. Go get yourself some mango juice by Rose Thornberry. She's uh she's out there killing it. She's out there in Detroit, working it, making it happen. Rose Thornberry, how can people get a hold of you? How can people, uh, collab? How can people listen to your music? And by the way, I will leave some in the chat here. And you, and all those who are listening, you can find all her links in the show notes. So please go click around everyone in chat right now here's her link tree and her instagram please go and support our new friend rose thornberry but please go ahead uh, and, and tell us what, what where can how can people get a hold of you and uh you know please i love your pitch
1: okay um so <laughs> <laughs> so um you can find me on instagram at underscore rose thornberry i'm on facebook rose thornberry um I'm on all streaming platforms of Rose Thornberry. It's pretty straightforward. Um, nothing really changes except for the Instagram one. And I'm always down to collaborate with talented people. So, GM me, instant message me, whatever. But you got to be talented.
0: We'll not, all y'all untalented motherfuckers need not apply. <laughs> Um, do you have a recording? <laughs> say that, you- but that—that <laughs> that, she did not say that. Rose did not say that. I said that. So, if you're, if, so basically, Rose is saying if you, whether you're talented or not, just hit her up. Um, do you have a recording? Daw, that you use and prefer music with Mendez. Do I have a
1: recording? I'm sorry, recording what?
0: Do you have a recording? Um, do you have a recording program or recording software that you prefer?
1: Um so I have been trying to get a Mac for a while. My favorite one is Logic,
0: mm.
1: but um the most easy one that's free that I use right now is called Soundbridge. Mm. It's really easy um and it's free. Nice. And it works for PC right that I have right now. But um I have yet to come to the conclusion of what kind of Mac I want to get if I want to get a used one or a new one. So um once I get a Mac though I'm going to have Logic cuz that's my ultimate favorite. Yeah. Um, so yeah but my current one is soundbridge
0: Soundbridge, is that new
1: waveform is pretty okay yeah um, um waveform is pretty straight but soundbridge is just easy like uh, and I had someone show me how to do it one of my friends so and it's free so
0: yeah uh, I'm looking at it right now it looks pretty cool <clears throat> fruity yeah. loops is fruity loops free while but sober i I, mean, I think
1: parts of it are free I think parts of it are free I think to in order to actually produce to pay, mm. I don't
0: know. Yeah, it looks pretty legit. It looks like about like any other workstation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty easy.
0: Sweet. Well, there you go, guys. Anybody looking for a free one, uh, the SoundBridge works. um
1: it's really easy for beginners to like people that are just starting like the mm-hmm. recording process on their own.
0: Are, are, is that where you're at with all this? Are, are, are you yeah, it? I have
1: like my whole, I have my own studio in my oh, apartment. Great. So,
0: did yeah. you, did you record uh, your own vocals or did you go to a studio? For my EP? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. For your um. EP. Yeah,
1: all of the vocals were done here oh, except no. for Pressure
0: right on right on well yeah. that that's awesome uh, rose again thank you so much i i appreciate it i had a lovely time chatting with you um Ooh. You so much rose i appreciate you coming on the show and telling us your troops uh you can find rose and uh, her link tree in the show notes go click around and support your girl um and uh yeah she is she lovely is she a lovely human being i just had a wonderful time talking to rose and uh, i hope you guys enjoyed it too uh anyways i'm on vacation guys so i'm gonna keep this sweet and short remember you can go support the show uh by buying a t-shirt on our threadless store at wespeakenglishgood.threadless.com and uh go go check it out the the show the links are in the show notes so go click on that you can also follow us on all the all the socials and stuff go click on that it's all in the show notes folks go click on all the stuff in the show notes just do all that just do all that alright guys we'll see you here with our next release with C-A-N-L-A Twitch partners filmmakers <sharp inhale> and uh, amazing harmonizers alright guys I'll see you next time be good to your film here H J HJ for everybody we'll